0: Welcome to Anthems. Join us on a deep dive into the anthology of the epic trio Rush. We've been listening to every Studio Rush album, and we'll have a chat about each one
1: of the songs.
0: And maybe we'll learn a thing or two. Thanks for joining us.
1: (laughs) Hey, gang. I'm Miles. I'm the biggest Rush fan uh, of this uh, counterpart that we have right now. And I'm Craig. I'm... yeah
0: counterpart to your counterpart and... yeah that's what i was trying to
1: get at as i was saying it yeah. i was like does this make sense I mean, don't think it did i guess i guess so i mean are you the, are you the not of the bolt though i mean I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, well don't want to get into it that literally thank you very much but uh, we'll save that for the end of the episode when we talk about the album cover of course
0: yeah, okay. Well, so let's uh, take ourselves out a nice cold beer and burn the midnight oil.
1: Counterparts! Today we are talking about the 15th studio album by our friends Rush Counterparts. Yes, it's a return oh. to heavy form, Craigers. Uh, but we'll just break down Counterparts a little bit, why don't we, before we start talking about the individual tracks? Does that sound okay? Before we
0: right? get into the album, I just wanted to give you a real quick. Uh, uh uh trivia <laughs> that's the worst. you
1: said that real slow
0: <laughs> yeah uh, well, i didn't want to rush it um first time okay so what's the uh what's the middle name
1: of the drummer neil peart it's a middle name yeah oh wow i'm such a bad rush fan i should know dude you don't even
0: know i learned this <sighs> uh looking up the lyrics for one of the songs it, it had it listed Oh. I've let's never seen see before.
1: Here. Have I just like been ignoring it? Entirely? You're like, let's see here. No. <laughs> <It's> tapping, <laughs> tapping away. I mean I was cheating by looking at the book right in front of me that has their names, but I would never dare <laughs> use the internet. Um yeah, no, i i I'm a I'm a shit rush fan. I don't what's his middle name? It's it's Elwood. It's Elwood. <laughs> Elwood. See that was in the back of my brain somewhere for sure. Oh, you should have guessed it. I should have guessed it. That was the problem. It was there, but I didn't guess it. <laughs>
0: you could have edited it out, you know? And I, in fact, actually, you can edit it in. Why don't you just say Elwood so you can edit that in later? Elwood. There you yeah. go. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, we okay, well, let's get into it. the album. And I agree, this is a bit of a return to a heavier form. So
1: I'm all, I'm for it. I'm mm-hmm. all in. Yeah, it's a bit sad because I enjoy Rush's foray into that kind of lighter sound, but uh, this is essentially kind of a sound that they settle into for the rest of their career. So the next, like, four albums or so, let's say. Studio albums, that is. Um, so yeah, just to get into some stats here, this was released this very day, the day that we're recording this podcast, except however many years ago it was, October 19th, oh, uh, 1993, I was like, totally I noticed. Yeah, I planned it from the very start. Actually, yeah. Uh, recorded. That's at... why it's been so long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's there's a rhyme to the reason. Uh, Craig, where it was recorded at?
0: Listed yeah
1: That's right, Morin Heights, Quebec, and McClear Place, Toronto. Uh, this time we were produced by Peter Collins, uh, as well as, I guess, Kevin Shirley doing some mixing, or he was involved in some capacity, engineering. The keyboard or something? Uh, we have uh, additional keyboards by John Webster. Okay, okay. And we also have Michael Kamen for string arrangements and conductor. I think that Michael Kamen worked with Metallica uh, for some stuff. but uh... And, uh, and Dave Mustaine is on this album. Dave Mustaine right. makes a surprise appearance, which is pretty. <laughs> uh, what's the reference there? No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Is that just a little bit? As much as it's kind of true. <laughs> there's just so many people. <laughs> there's also the dude from Anthrax is on here, uh, and uh, well,
0: what song? What well, what song is? It? Well, I mean, we can get into it later. But there's a there's sure. a part in a song.
1: There, yeah. There's parts in a lot of the songs actually, which is. I mean (laughs) it's like he's like I creep up to the bedroom and oh yeah totally oh yeah that might be Dave Mustaine yeah well we'll get into uh, that a little uh, later I don't know I'm just saying uh yeah I guess you know again we're dealing with an album that kind of has a theme uh mostly just with kind of dualities dualities of sexuality internal dualities uh counterparts as it were Craig what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I mean I'd agree with that on the whole. <laughs> <laughs> on the whole? So you're the, <laughs> the you're the bolt or <laughs> the you're the bolt. nut. <laughs>
0: uh, I'll, be, I'll be the washer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh yeah, okay, well let's talk
1: about the songs a bit. Okay. Uh, let's we do
0: should start in uh, on animate.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, do, do we do that joke again? No, let's not. We we already opened the episode with the famous count in from Neil Elwood Pert Piert Peart. Peart. Yeah,
0: nailed it. Nailed it. Okay, well, so yeah, there's like more subtle stuff going on. I think like there's a more subtle organ. There's some synth accents here and there. Inanimate.
1: Inanimate. In, no, not inanimate. <laughs> in- <laughs> inanimate. <laughs> But the song is called anime I don't know if we said that yet.
0: Yeah. We it, opened with it, well, animate. Okay. Uh it's animated the song itself, I think. <laughs> like it's it's upbeat and fun, you know, it's got like some really nice awesome, you know, vocal delivery and effects and um yeah. it's mixed like really well in my opinion. I really like that uh personally that they've kinda toned down the big you know i don't know soundscape seems like more uh right. balanced and and there's you know uh guitar where there's guitar and it's forward and there's like drum fill like some really great drum fills uh okay so i said there's a chorus part uh at 250 uh, and the chord changes really nice like it changes into a uh just has a really nice uh melody hmm. and then uh the, the bass sounds amazing, uh, there's some really uh, just, uh, I don't know, just really nice licks here and there, and, and the guitar. Uh, something I really love about this album, and uh, they've really come back with guitar. There's some great drum fills at 440. Uh, I think there's like actually some double kick and uh, the cymbal sounds, uh, you know, are, are really nice.
1: Yeah, there's some real nice, clean, like, Tom-heavy kind of fills on this album and on this song, you know. They just, like, blip
0: here and there, though, Uh, and I guess that's what I mean by the soundscapes kind of been retracted and and just sort of condensed. Like, there's just little condensed sections, and they play really well together, and they're nice and clear, concise, really well. Like, everybody's part is played really well. Mm -hmm. There's sort of two parts uh, in my mind, the second part comes after, like, the, there's, like, a synth drop around, like, 318.
1: Right. Well, I guess what, what I'd add really quickly is that it's kind of interesting because this is a, a, a track that opens with a chorus. Like, so it's kind of, like, more choruses than you get normally in a song. And it doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, to me, get boring, which is good. But, uh, yeah. It's really uh, fast. Yeah, it's pretty like, fast This whole
0: album is fast. It's, it's like, deceivingly fast
1: deceivingly fast but with some uh how can i put it i guess like there there are some songs where you know maybe in the past few albums a guitar solo might have been half as long as it is on some of these tracks you know so like some things you know, but it's blazing fast but it might the, be the fast, guitar but... solo is like blazing fast there are some good fast ones yeah although this isn't one where that's no, necessarily not this the one case this one's nice and melodic uh, yeah. and uh fluid uh yeah yeah Kind of like reminiscent of like way. No. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Like I, I do I find sometimes they're a little bit much just for me personally that uh, the pinches and the whammy bar just is a little bit crazy. Oh please. Um, but this is more my up my alley personally. <laughs> this whole album, I think, is just more up my album. <laughs> more <of my> up
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. For the and then they come in at, the, at towards the end with the strings. Is, is there? Uh, is this part um, like a concert? Uh, what's it called?
1: Staple. Like
0: a... No, I mean like because there were there was there's real strings at some point. In oh this album, right.
1: right. Well, I mean it's played through keys, I'm assuming, or they might be triggered uh, in some capacity. Because I guess this is gonna be my analysis which i don't know if it's like accurate or not but like for a song where it's like lyrically kind of breaking down i guess like uh like feminine and masculine um very gender characteristics yeah like and trying to like kind of blend them harmoniously um i feel like the the keyboards at the end to me at least sound like flutes which is typically a very feminine, typically considered a very feminine instrument. So that's a nice touch to me, whether that's intentional or not. I think it works really well because it's otherwise a very muscular song for the most part. Yeah, a really nice, like, arpeggio thing from Alex again. I believe we talked about this in a song before. I can't remember which it is, if that is so the case. But uh, this is another good one where it's kind of like Alex is playing a repeated arpeggio pattern with the bass. And, you know, he's also playing, he's moving around the bass um, so to create, like, you know, chords behind it in harmony yeah. with, with that arpeggio. chords are,
0: man, thick.
1: Like, nice so and nice. tasty. yeah. Yeah, nice nice melodies. This is a fan favorite. Uh I definitely like it a lot. Longest track on the album. It's kind of interesting. Um, uh it's a good Yeah, one.
0: and this one to me is I'm just looking through a little bit, that probably one of the only ones that I kind of knew beforehand, really. Mm-hmm. Like I'd listened to this album a bunch uh recently, obviously, but kind of in my past. I've uh I think I've mentioned it before that I've stuck with sort of traditional rush for the most part. So some of this stuff I haven't really heard But this album I listened to, but not that much. I don't really like know these songs. They didn't like the lyrics didn't come to me or anything for the most part. And
1: this song too, but you know, this is one that I definitely was a little more familiar with. Mm -hmm. Well there, I feel like this and maybe the next track are the one that most people, and, and perhaps one of the final ones actually that, uh, people may recognize who are more lame. And, um, but yeah, we'll, the next we'll track
0: doesn't actually stick out that much
1: to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking my tongue out. Uh, should we it's say Is that a say? Out.
0: No, because oh. I just wanted to talk real quick about the lyrics. I guess you already said it, though. The It's sort of the rule that, uh, you know... Well, okay, so to me, it was kind of more... Why did I... I said the, the role women play in the grand scheme of the perspective of counterpart and the delicate balance between men and women, which is basically what you said. But actually, I think it's more specifically about women that it's he's the writer, um, Neil, is, is, is saying this to women polarize me sensitize me criticize me civilize me like this is a man saying this to a woman goddess in my garden sister in my soul angel in my armor actress in my role like it's all women yeah but like the role that women have had and it's the counterpart to man
1: right i i feel like there's some phrases that uh insinuate that it's like an internal feminine presence but like maybe brought on by external feminine influence or whatever just like the um i don't have the lyrics in front of me right now but like there is something that uh yeah maybe i should look them up and confirm <laughs> si- no sister to the boy inside of me Christ.
0: sister to the boy inside of me so good <laughs> that's yeah, really cool so good. yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was nice bit sister to the boy inside of me yeah but that still is sister being the woman to the boy inside of me the boy is still
1: inside of him not the woman I don't know I mean I think it can be interpreted either way but that's you know what we don't have to argue about it yeah I mean we can agree that you're wrong (laughs) we look we're counterparts we're gonna have different opinions it's great Uh, I'm just gonna stick something out yeah, I was going to say Cut to the Chase, but we do have to stick it out.
0: <laughs> stick it out. Yeah, this was like a big hey, single.
1: Hey, music videos badass. They 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 have like big coats on. They look goth. It's awesome. <laughs> I didn't see it,
0: actually. You should I should look out. that up. Yeah, It's but pretty the, badass. The music speaks for itself, though, I think, in that regard. <laughs> I can picture that well enough. I mean... Uh, it's pretty cool. I think it's a little cheesy in general, but that's fine. I mean, I think that it goes hand in hand with the amount of character that, that you get out of uh, Rush.
1: So, I wonder if that's an episode we can do where we go back and we're like, what's like the emblematic cheesy track of this album? Or like, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, that could be the one for this. Like, it, it's, it's really heavy, but in a very cheesy Rush way. Uh, like that main melody is so good it's
0: catchy it gets stuck in my head this whole album is catchy as fuck somebody said it on uh, it was on the YouTube that uh, it's addictive the album is addictive and the first few times I, I listened through to the album I was like eh, is it I don't know if I like really that into it hmm. but uh, man listening to it uh, the more and more it's like it's like watching a show that you're really into and, like, watching it for the second or third time, and you just, like, picking up on some of the little intricacies that are going on, and, right. and there's a lot of them, like, all over the place. If you're just, like, paying attention to one thing, pay attention to the next thing, and then, like, you listen to the whole thing, it's just, it's a different it's a different monster than kind of looking at it at the
1: face. Yeah. Uh, it's a grower, not a shower sort of album. <laughs> like, to me, it's one where, I guess, I don't know. Like, did, did you immediately pick up on kind of the, the the heaviness you know compared to what we were hearing before this uh, yeah for sure
0: yeah. i said uh at the beginning of this i actually said that the album's like like dad metal kind of for me
1: yeah totally totally
0: <laughs> it's it's heavier for sure it's still got uh some cheese and it's still rush. so i think that uh like i love that about
1: it there's just a certain like yeah bottom end that's been added like it's the same with um is the bass Hmm? sorry oh yeah well i
0: guess
1: (laughs) 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 i'm pointing to you you go
0: oh is the bass all is the bass fretless for the whole album oh no um i don't know if it is ever uh it sounded fretless to me uh i don't know maybe i say it later but it sounded fretless to me and i'm like Is that fretless? I don't know. Well, he
1: is now using Fender basses. So he switched from, like, a wall bass, which he was using for a while, and um, there might have been another one. But, uh, yeah, so there's much more bottom end. I was going to say this is very reminiscent of there's a band King's X that uh, they're kind of Rush-like as well. They're a, a trio. King's X, and um, King's they X. they put out al- put out an album called Dog Man that I guess they had a different producer or something, but it's, like, again, noticeably, like, heavier just in terms of, like, there's so much more bottom end. It just, like, I want to say has more of a modern heavy production, but we are old enough to be, like, oh, yeah, this is, it's, like, dad heavy, like, you know. Um, obviously, Rush I mean, good-
0: I guess for the 90s, it was sort of, like, alternative
1: metal, almost. Yeah, some people kind of call this Rush's, like, response to grunge, you know? Okay, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I,
0: I thought that ran through my head, actually, uh, at some point. Yeah. I was thinking other bands that this sounds like, kind of. It's almost like... like It reminded me a little bit of, like, maybe Pearl Jam? Or... Yeah, um... sure.
1: Well, Stick It Out uh, is in drop-D tuning, which is a pretty grunge thing. That's where you have the... Mm-hmm. your low e string on the guitar tuned down a full step so you can play power chord shapes with just like open strings i can't demonstrate it right now but Mm -hmm. pop it in yeah well
0: and again the
1: solo sounds sick yeah this is a fucking sick solo it has it has a lot of uh gusto and snot uh you know what i'm saying (laughs) speaking of uh
0: the the before it's like the spitting that, that gets yeah. me, I like that. Let's spit it out. let <laughs> <follow> the poison. <laughs> Let's swallow the poison. Let's spit it
1: out. Yeah, pretty sick. <laughs> Catchy. This is a funny one. I covered this with an old friend of mine years back, um, a drummer. And we played it ourselves. And then we played along with the recording. And we felt like the recording was like so slow, like just lurchingly slow compared to how fast we wanted to play it. And it's that interesting thing of like, I mean, typically people say live stuff is faster and that's like enhanced by um, a, a, an audience. But in this case, it was also just us. We were just like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, six, six all gothic cool riff it's kind of reminiscent of like some of their later stuff honestly uh the riff to me like the tritone-ish really like really heavy thing um and yeah the guitar solo is is uh really great so those would be my main notes about this one and i guess the tune lyrically seems to be about um resisting the temptation to um you know uh like taking the high ground i guess maybe is the best way of putting it it's like spit out the poison of you know whatever's happening to you around you that's bothering you just take the high ground spit it out uh that's the way i see it
0: yeah spit it out yeah yeah um yeah there's some cool like lines too i think lyrically like um you might be too dizzy yeah. to do the right thing oh my God, so sick. good totally <laughs>
1: uh and and just... it's catchy
0: like it's so catchy I, I i don't know what it is but i, I keep I, I keep i'm like i'm at work and it just like hits me and i'll just like i can't get it out of my head
1: right um... yeah there's a really great line uh right before the guitar solo that's really sick like uh just the way it blends into the first note. Coming down to cover your neck. Running back to cover your neck. Running back to cover your neck. Yeah, that's a, yeah, a uh, great moment. Yeah,
0: but it's interesting that I think we, I guess, it's a two in a row that we kind of had different ideas about the lyrics, maybe. Oh, what's I, Okay, so I said, uh, I think it's about what it means to grow up in a society and be bound by its made up rules and be and it's okay to think for yourself and reject what's considered norm because it's always been just because it's always been the norm or tradition Hmm. so like that there's like laws or rules that you know i don't know yeah yeah, i guess the trust your instincts sort of idea like yeah
1: yeah and spit
0: it out just take those rules and
1: Fuck you. Yeah, okay, Dad. that's interesting. <laughs> I guess that that's a valid interpretation. So uh
0: I didn't look up any of the well, lyrics. Right. I really tried to just like come to my own conclusion, especially because I did find this album's maybe a little bit like uh it was hard for me at least to discern some of what was going on just by listening to it, so I did like look up the lyrics and tried to figure it out a little bit. Okay. But let's uh cut to the chase. <laughs>
1: uh what a what a hidden gem eh uh
0: yeah i mean Oof. if you're just i just wanted to forewarn the listener if you're opposed
1: to shrapshilling shred then yeah, maybe not the song for you yeah sorry bro if you heard uh you know analog kid what alex did on there and you're like oh i don't like this you're gonna fucking hate this one too <laughs> dude
0: yeah, and uh, the rest of the song's pretty groovy. Uh, yeah. The Like, the opening guitar melody isn't, like, my favorite. Maybe I thought it was a little bit clunky. It's
1: pretty um, simple. It's just, like, kind of an arpeggio, like, uh, I guess it's a power chord sort of thing. I was like, is it an octave? I don't know. It's, like, a couple of notes. Yeah. But then it, like, yeah. settles.
0: It, like, set- evolves into something. Uh, you know, pretty groovy.
1: Right. Well, I I guess I'll take an opportunity to say this now too. Uh, this album, more than a lot that we've heard before, um, it's no it seems to have a lot of Getty doing this kind of like flamenco finger style that he does um, on songs like "Animate" and in this one, where you can hear it a bit in the verse where he's kind of using his finger because I guess he had this weird thing where. He had a finger injury or something. And he, he had like a nail that grew really hard and blah, blah, blah. Something like yeah. that. Look it up. But so he would like use that to um, just kind of like, you know, get those 16th notes on the string, right? Like he's just fluck, flicking, plucking away. And uh, he does some really cool stuff with that. Like Getty has some very uh, kind of unorthodox methods of playing bass. Like another one that comes to mind because... People, I do I am a music instructor. You me? No. Um <laughs> I'm a music instructor. I came to my mind
0: when you're talking about that.
1: Oh yeah. No, that's for another podcast. That'll be our sister sequel podcast. <laughs> um, but just mentioning how uh, you know, another notable one is um Force Ten. Like it's that really interesting kind of like uh bass chord pattern that Getty plays where he's he's picking the bass chords with two fingers and then using his thumb to just pluck away at the, you know, eighth notes or whatever. And it's like, kind of not what you'd expect, but you, either way, you'd kind of hear that bass line and be like, what the fuck is going on? it's just like, you see it and you're like, oh, I guess like, mm. but it's certainly not just using, you know, the f- fleshy part of your fingers and, you know, just rocking away that. Or, I mean, it is to some extent, but it's not in, in the classic, in the classical sense.
0: Yeah, sure. And I, I guess my meaning was just that, um, you know, like, Tony Iommi that you kind of alter your play style for you know yeah. disability and then you come up with some weird shit that nobody else kind of has been playing
1: totally yeah uh so yeah, yeah. great great guitar solo I'd agree with that one a lot of delay it's almost like it's jazz fusion yeah yeah uh
0: and before that, I just wanted to say, uh, like, I love the bass, the the slide at, at well, it's, I think it's like 128. Mm-hmm. It just feels good, man. Yeah. Uh, just a thick fender. Can't stop moving. Can't stop moving.
1: Yeah. So is this song just kind of about drive and looking forward and being like, I don't care about the past. I'm motivated to do what I want to do now. I'm I'm doing what I want to do at this point. That may change. I don't care. That's kind of the vibe I got. (laughs) Totally not. Okay. Okay. Tell me. Uh, I just wanted
0: to look up the lyrics again, but um, okay. So what I said is, uh, fuck. Sorry, I lost it for a sec. Uh, I think it's the purpose being the essence. Of the causation <laughs> if that makes any sense, like it's the uh, it's the wheel already in in motion that's kind of creating its own momentum or or keeping momentum. Oh like, sure, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, self perpetuating like motion. Like if you stop, you can't start start again. You just gotta like keep moving. Right. And, and what's that called? Fly, like it's like a flywheel, you know? Sure. Yeah, uh, it's like a yeah.
1: That's what I got. Okay, yeah, no, I'd say that's also a valid interpretation again yeah. bravo uh,
0: and yeah, I mean I had some other notes, but that's okay I, I think we'll just move on um like a sandwich shop for ghosts it's nobody's hero I don't get that one <laughs> Nobody. just ne- never mind oh <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I get it now. Okay. Oh, wow, <laughs> dude. All right, that was pretty good. That's gonna. That's gonna get. Oh, no. uh, oh thank you. There you go. You're welcome. I'll give you a bow. Yeah. Nobody's hero. Um. Yeah. What do What do you think of this one? Shall I start? Shall you start? Kind of a very. Uh. Sure. Why don't you? Tell me what you thought. Yeah. Well the song starts immediately with the concept of uh, homosexuality, uh, which was, you know, I mean, I I guess it's still, uh, you know, risqué topic thing. today amongst people. It's still a thing. There are still <laughs> there are still gay people. But just like a risqué kind of subject. Yeah, for uh, sure. No, especially no. in the 90s, you know, to be well, like Well, even the start of the
0: song like gets right into the crux of it like, Yeah, totally. Exactly. I knew he had it was different in his sexuality, but that's cool with me, man. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, yeah, I, I like when I first started, I think I went <laughs> like it just Right. I I just wasn't expecting it in a song like that, like, just front of, like, even, it just seems very blunt, which is fine. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, it is very, as a matter
1: of fact, it's not like, you know, yeah. Yeah, It's not disguised language, homosexuality. It's like, literally this, like, each verse is kind of about a different person, and then with the chorus, I mean, maybe we'll have different interpretations of this, but it's like, you know, people in real life aren't seen as heroes, despite their Battles that they fight, you know, every day in the same way that we worship these celebrities like, uh, you know, the fucking Kardashians and look, I'm guilty. I love Kim Kardashian because she's pretty or whatever it is. No, I actually don't. Certain videos. Just kidding. Yeah, certain ones, I guess. (laughs) I guess. Um, I don't even know. But you know what I mean? It's like there's that celebrity worship by people who will sell their soul and we don't, you know, worship or hold in high regard um people who fight real life battles um
0: yeah okay and i mean uh, yeah i i I guess in a sense i i got kind of the same thing i I said you don't have to be atypical or some superhuman to be like dear and to mean a lot to people and in fact you know it may be more noble to live a brave life with no sense of reward for doing certain things like these people are just living their lives right like this guy's gay he's just like living his life like you know, but he's—I mean—in a sense, he's—he's he's still a hero. He's just uh, not in that sense. He's not the, like what, like you said, what we perceive to be, you know, special like that.
1: Yeah, but it's somebody who, like, especially you know, in the '90s, leading up to the '90s, would have to deal with a lot of like bullshit oh, sure. from a lot of stupid people constantly. Yeah, and, you know? and,
0: and that's what I mean. Like, it's brave enough to carry on living. You know, especially when you're facing something like hostility towards yeah. you just for being and like there's an
1: aids epidemic you know that's mm. just cooking at that point you know so it's like really sensitive subject especially you know at that time uh, Yeah, yeah but uh so pretty heavy tune uh there's some pretty effective strings which i'm assuming are michael Kamen, uh michael Kamen went <laughs> um and and it's effective in a way that i was thinking back to how i had previously said on uh, the hold your fire episode there's one tune in there maybe mission where it's like not suitably like it's a song that has a lot of swelling yeah. strings and it's supposed to be emotional but it doesn't really hit me in the same way this one does um this one works better to me yeah even though yeah, it's actually less progressive uh it, it doesn't have a weird circus <laughs> middle section or whatever, uh, but to its uh, benefit, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I said, you know, yeah, it's just mixed. It's mixed well, you know, the strings uh, balanced well, and it's enough to give you that epic sad feeling without being, like, terribly overbearing, and, yeah, it's, it's not like... It doesn't feel, well, I don't know, sad. It, it just feels uh, um, important, maybe, or I don't know. Yeah. Epic. Oh yeah it God. does feel epic mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so this one was the one that was I guess arranged and conducted by Michael Kamen like you there said you and and keyboards by John Webster okay Okay. I was wondering which one was actually had like the conducted section
1: yeah it's something I hadn't really considered too much but it did strike me listening to it this time like um, whatever I'll say it now I did Still listen did to uh, this album quite a bit, just like drive it around on the highway. You know, recently mm-hmm. I had the CD on in my car, and uh, yeah, I think that's like the perfect. It's one of the best ways to listen to this album. I think it's a good mm-hmm. album for okay. that. Uh, so I really enjoyed it this time around in a way that made me think, "Oh my god, I'm actually like I think I like have undervalued this album in a lot of ways because it is one where when I first heard it." I did like it a lot for its, like, heaviness, you know? Like, it's just like, hey, that's great. I like that. Um, the songs are good, too, you know, in general. Melodic, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, you know, um, I think I just also wrote it off for a while because it's like, oh, you just take it for granted in a way, but now yeah. I'm like, oh, no, it's actually, it's it's, it's, quite, it's quite good with some slight issues that will come up for me later. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Okay. Right. Um, well... Between
0: nobody's hero and alien shore, between the sun between and moon,
1: sun and moon. <laughs> or, sorry, between sun and moon, not loud. Yes, yeah. between sun and moon. This one has uh, lyrics by Dubois, Pa Dubois again, Bad Dubois, Bad Dubois. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's pretty typical, like easy rock kind of guitar sounds, more like pretty palatable vocals, uh, fun upbeat drums. I don't, I don't know. If I understand, the lyrics were weird to me at first, and I'm like, I don't know what the song is about. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, I'll give you my interpretation, um, but maybe, maybe you want to tell me about what you think of the rest of
1: the the song. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say in general, what I love about this tune is the uh, it's a really rockin' tune. It's a really great rockin' kind of like. Main recurring riff motif, and it goes into a really great rockin', bluesy kind of guitar solo. Uh, I enjoy that pretty immensely. The um, tone is pretty interesting, I think, in the song. Yeah, in general. It seems almost twangy, a little bit. Yeah, very twangy, like a lot of southern like rock, bendy things. Yeah, which is not uh the only time they do something like that on this album. It's like this album's influenced perhaps by alternative. Music and, like, country-western. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Ah, yeah. uh, yes to yes to I uh, So uh, Yeah, that was one where I was like, what is Getty saying? It, it's a set... <laughs> That's
0: what it, I'm saying! Yeah,
1: and I was like, oh, no, it is just literally, ah, uh, yes to yes to, uh, to, uh, to yes. So, cryptic chorus lyric, I'd say. Um, so, I don't know. I, I guess... Know there's uh, kind of like what would you call it um classical eh, what would you call it mythical kind of illusions where um mm. there's masculine affinities associated with the sun and feminine affinities associated with the moon and so again i feel like this is a song kind of celebrating the the place between the sun and moon you know for humans okay uh, that's
0: interesting because i didn't i didn't make the connection between gender on this one i oh, just yeah, i just yeah. said like do we even know ourselves you can trick yourself into believing you're something uh there's fine line between love and illusion the gap between actor and act the lens between wishes and fact Mm -hmm. the sun and moon is one personality at different times and you need to take uh some break and take some time to figure it out why the
1: sun (laughs) why the sun well, it's Why interesting because... Sun?
0: Why uh, always the sun
1: with you? Yeah, I feel like this song could be a real trans ath- anthem, actually. Um, okay, that's an interesting... Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. You know, like,
0: it, depending
1: yeah. on your interpretation. Uh, I wonder if that's pipe was influence. God, it probably is. He's the one who was like, Ah to yes to ah, that's the chorus. If that's not the <laughs> chorus, I'm leaving. Uh, They're like, To phew. yes to ah. To yells, to ah. Yeah, then I like the part before the uh, the guitar solo too, that down down, down. and then there's kind of like drum fills in between. And then we get a cool like yep yeah! from Getty, which I love. Yeah. I love hollering in music when it's like a kick-ass <laughs> part. Yup! Yep. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, hey! uh so yeah i love it what it would do you like between the sun and moon was it a good one for you
0: uh was it good for you was it good for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's needy. pretty good
0: i don't know i'm not like uh crazy it was... about it or anything it's pretty mid uh sure. mid to high for me sure
1: it was a grower for me uh i'd say so that's okay. yeah it
0: doesn't like stand out on this album as something i want to talk about as like you know some of these other ones i'm like ah yeah i want to talk
1: about this one Sure, sure. Alien, sure. Alien. Um, How about let's take a quick break before we break that one down. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Bye. Oh my god, dude. I'm looking out the window right now, and I see... Darkness. A small saucer, and Whoa. standing on top of it is a paper mache-looking little man that is not dissimilar to one that uh, the Mexican government unveiled recently, you know? I don't know, but that's cool. Yeah, look it up. Uh, it's an alien, dude. Okay, but is this song actually about aliens? I don't think so. No. <laughs>
0: no. Okay, so this that. is a song I think that I uh, was wondering if this is fretless because, uh, to me I, like, there's quite... its The bass is slidey.
1: Yeah, I don't know. think it's fretless, It almost reminds of me of
0: Primus or something.
1: Yeah, it is pretty primacy. They both have a very percussive, kind of unique style to playing bass. Mm. Um... And there's lots of like subtle layered effects
0: and um, reverb on reverb on on the vocals
1: mm-hmm. that uh, like fills it out quite a lot. And uh, yeah, so I maybe just before I forget too, I would have to confirm this, but I feel like this album has more double tracked vocals like than some of oh, the okay. last ones. But I feel like maybe it's because it's a heavier album and they're like we need to like yeah, there needs to be more getty. Yeah, layer it up a mm-hmm. little bit. But, uh, um,
0: can we can we get like a just a little uh, soundbite of Getty saying CX for the for the soundboard? CX, CX, CX not yeah. CX S- is not <laughs> a number. CX <Six laughs> is not a competition. Sean.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, Sex is
0: not a competition, but I'm
1: still a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah Yeah, i mean is this (laughs) (laughs) is this one just about uh yeah like you know again it's like men women white black we're all you know we're all the same essentially not that we're all the same
0: we are the same no okay so to me uh i think i i think i get this one (laughs) okay uh so, I think it comes back to, like, counterparts, like, procreation, but more specifically procreation. Like, two halves of a whole coming together, they okay. need to, for the sake of evolution. Like, I think it's actually about evolution, like, evolution of sex, and then, like, to me that the alien shore is a reference to the next step in evolution. Like, we're always searching for the alien shore. We're always oh, going sure, okay. for the next yeah. thing. We came from the sea, we, you know, and then and we were looking towards the alien shore. Then we reached the shore. Now we're looking for the next you know, step. Yeah, now we're looking shore. to space, you know, is, is the next step. Oh my God. It, yeah. It,
1: it's 2001, a space odyssey. The last, yeah. uh, yeah. March like you literally, one.
0: there's a, isn't there a lyric about swimming in
1: like the primitive sea? Yeah. Uh, swimming in the primitive sea.
0: Yeah. And then culture, uh, being variations on a theme being, Uh, Humanity uh, or the human race, and you know, we're all part of humanity trying to survive. It doesn't matter, you know, whatever, what color we are, what whatever, it you know, we just need to survive as a
1: whole, right? Yeah, it's a very hopeful song for a, uh, you know, especially we're right now dealing with a lot of fucking wars in the world because people can't agree on things. But this is a song about. (laughs) Wars <laughs> in the world <laughs> Sung by <a> Goofy uh, <laughs> From Mickey Mouse and Friends Yeah, Alien Shore is a much more hopeful message That we can all, uh, you know, aspire towards Some interesting guitar parts, eh? Well, maybe you'll like them less But the, uh, you know There's some cool there's higher some cool chords Higher chords on guitar and... You know, like wow, 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 wow you know? yeah. That's a cool part. Yeah. yeah. I like the.
0: Actually, I just and... love that there's so much more guitar. Uh I just. In general, that. yeah, and yeah, so much like, less okay, keyboards, okay. yeah. And it's just so much less in your face about the keyboards, and it's like we have keyboards now. Yeah, I don't mean like to discourage them.
1: those well, albums, but to me,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I'm so much
1: more into this. Yeah, this one has a really good chorus too, like just melodically, harmonically. The whole, you know, for you and me, we agree. Yeah.
0: It builds up to that like climax pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> so, for you
1: and me, so to speak. We elect each other president. Yeah, that's a a weird line. line, That's a weird line. And Geddy just says it like kind of a very specific way, you know? Yeah. (laughs) We elect each other president. We elect (laughs) each other president. For you and
0: me. Um,
1: For you and me. Yeah, good song. Oh, I think we agree. Yeah, well, no, not on what the lyrics are. Well, no, I guess we do agree. We didn't interpret them the same way, but that's the thing. We can come together, you know? Yeah, at the speed of love. Yeah, oh boy. Yeah, this... Uh. What do you think of speed of love, Craig? What do you think of speed of love? Uh, I don't know the...
0: I don't know. It... <laughs> at the speed I
1: like of love... Okay, so yeah,
0: it's it's like I always uh, rip, rip on these like slower songs. It's not even that slow, really, but it's just no. feels like a, a bit sluggish to me. I think that the rest yeah. of the album is just kind of fast, maybe.
1: Yeah, this one's um, definitely but, slower paced.
0: I do like there's a little bass little nugget at, at two thirty. Uh, it feels kind of formulaic, and there's nothing that special about it. Maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that the bridge goes on a little too long and doesn't really do much for me and that's maybe the main blemish for it to me because when I uh, I always remember not liking this tune too much and then listening back I was like oh the verses and the chorus aren't too bad actually like I like some of the like shimmery kind of like uh, chords that we're getting from Alex during some of the verses and um, yeah it's like lush in a way that you don't hear too much on this album um yeah like i don't hate the the uh some of the vocal lines too you know like at the speed
0: of love you know uh it just feels a little cheesy you. Yeah. yeah sure uh I, I don't know it's like the song on this album that i mean they had to have uh at least one i guess that's just kind of a a break um from
1: this so. <laughs> love insane, is maybe? born with lightning bolts electromagnetic force it's like such a rush Line actually,
0: mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think lyrically, it's it's just like hearts change quickly. That's the
1: oh, maybe. Okay, nice. I don't know. Can't stop moving. Stop moving. Can't stop
0: moving. Can't stop. Ding, then we Makes just stop. it
1: goes into c- cut to the chase again. That's the weird thing. This album loops into itself unless you you have to skip this song to hear the last uh however many four tracks. It's crazy. Uh okay, so uh is
0: that the next one? <laughs>
1: that sounds like James Bond. Oh, Wolver double agent. <Wolver cheesy>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck, Dude, you got me right into oh, it. Oh, you got like, me it so it. hard Woo! because I just wanted to be like, "That's not the bass melody." Like, Wait I'm just, a minute. I'm just ready to like sing and perform the bass. Like, um, I don't think this song has that Woo! bass melody. Yeah, uh, you got you got me good, Craig. Um, That's fun. Yeah, this song is the one that features Dave Mustaine, right?
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah,
1: I like it. <laughs> it doesn't, but it sounds yeah. like him.
0: Yeah, I need to look up a little piece of the lyrics so I can I can
1: do it. On the edge um, of sleep I was drifting for half the night, anxious and restless, pressed down by the darkness, bound up and wound up so tight.
0: <laughs> so tight
1: <laughs> Yeah, there we go. I was like okay, I knew you'd was... do it.
0: <laughs> I had to do I can't stop myself. Yeah. Um, but the thing that got me was caught between darkness and light.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And even just the last line, the choice between darkness and light. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty edgy. (laughs) I used to like this one more, and then I was kind of like, oh, this is like such an edgy song. (laughs) Maybe I don't like it. Like, it's spoken word. The verse is a lot of spoken word stuff. Uh, So it's unusual. Um, but it's got
0: a nice strong bass line that's melodic. or you know, yeah, it's melodic. But I meant it's melancholic kind of. Sure. Um, and oh, you know, what? okay, so yeah, and so what does that remind you of? Oh, sounds a bit me of like. S- oh, I was is it to
1: to say sickness? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Like, it sounds very Cygnus x one Yeah, <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little bit of YYZ, a little bit of Xanadu, a little bit of, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a cool, evil, biting kind of sound, you know? Except for the chorus, and it's like, everything clears, you know? The clouds mm. clear out. Wilderness of mirrors. Um oh Worlds and, then, of uh, steel.
0: and then at the end even the lyrics get all like changed totally
1: i guess like, the the jury uh, inside
0: yeah so it settles on okay so okay so to me the lyrics were uh like the grass is is always greener uh and there's no time like the present <laughs> oh yeah like there's a bit of a narrative in the vocal section, you know, where the Marin character of the song has an eternal struggle and light mm-hmm. wins out, I assume, in the end. It's, it seems to be what yeah. it implies, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely like an internal struggle. Um, at, in, in the simplest of terms, that seems to be what's happening. That is a lie that sticks with me a lot. Uh, ever, anyone who ever procrastinates, where would you rather be? Anywhere but here. When would the time be right? Any any time but now. It's another one that I just do actually think about a fair bit. I think um, about it at work a lot. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, working man. Um, yeah,
0: and again, the amount of guitar on the album makes me happy. Uh, it just reminds me of old Rush a little bit. And yeah, what do you think of the layered vocals
1: during the chorus? Um, yeah, it's fine. Again, it's like a precursor to like some of these next few albums. We get lots of vocals. Mm. Like I feel like they almost, they like compensate for lack of keyboards with vocals. I think mm. on some of these later albums. Okay. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. Seems like the album as a whole just has lots of reverb
0: and lots of layered the vocals harmonies. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Um, just something I wanted to point out.
1: Yeah, well, this is, you know, Alex would like quote unquote sing live, but like if you watch the DVDs, they're definitely piping in Getty's vocals for harmonies typically. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Who actually, I mean,
0: I think Dave Mustaine
1: did a great yeah. job.
0: I <laughs> agree. It's a good, it's <laughs> one of his best performances. <laughs> who actually does the vocals for that segment? It Getty? It's Getty. Okay, it sounds uh, it sounds pretty hardcore. What do you, like? Would they? Do, what if he sang like that? Would you be into it? If he sang
1: like that, just for the run, ret- it's like, it <laughs> got like so low, <laughs> like in that in that uh, range, though, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not quite his range, is it? It's just he has like literally seven notes to sing from. <laughs> in that range. So he's like a normal. The choice between darkness <laughs> and light. Yeah, pretty much um so yeah i'd love it because then he would be a normal singer yeah people would love it people would love it it'd be a bigger better band probably women
0: would women would be all about it Woman would be a deep deep voice oh i like that band (laughs) okay so uh leave that grammy alone grammy nominated yeah but (laughs)
1: <laughs> didn't they lose to the fucking police or something stupid
0: uh i don't know i mean it's just nominated but i'm not sure i don't know how does that work like they didn't get second place did they?
1: because is there just two no no there's just oh no i think there's more than two that were nominated yeah um, I, don't
0: I don't know i don't know who won well <laughs> this
1: is up. either a fan favorite and or a band favorite because this is one that was a It stayed in their set list for a really long time, and it's so yeah, probably one of their more popular instrumentals. Even though they do have quite a bit, uh, but the number increases significantly um, after one album that we haven't discussed yet. Uh, But yeah, it is fun. But like, it's kind of like has a dark vibe. Cool. Yeah, but I mean,
0: it seems fun to to play. Like, it seems like an intense. Like, it fuck. If I was this good at an instrument, like this would be like stroking it. Well,
1: not to toot my own horn, but uh, that same drummer <laughs> that I played Stick It Out with, we also played this tune a little bit. That was sick. Yeah. It was, it was a good time. Then COVID struck and everything got all fucked up. No, that was actually a long time ago. Anyway. Uh, anyway. What do you think about this yeah, song? You like it? Uh, you love it? You yeah. hate it?
0: Well, I think it's gravy. Uh, it's groovy as fuck. And, you know, It's <laughs> opening. The it's just fucking gravy. It's uh, It would be a different know.
1: song, Craig.
0: <laughs> the guitar and the keys and then the thick ass bass yeah. bass Those s- keys s- slips slips on in, you know, the organ and the drums and everything, like they just move together so flawlessly.
1: It's and nice it's, organ. Yeah, you've got a nice like, organ. Not,
0: again. <laughs> thank you it's not too overstated <laughs> as they say i'm <laughs> like you're working um, well yeah i mean now i was talking about mine but oh yeah uh, sure. <laughs> yeah there's so many uh great parts to this song and uh there's that little case okay, so i don't know what you think about this that there's that to me it's really frustrating section in this song you know what i'm talking about
1: mm, no
0: so at a minute 12 there's uh this bit that it seems like i don't know if it's the notes they're changing certain notes at at certain times and they just make it seem i don't know like to me it doesn't seem right i guess and so it's like ah like i keep thinking something's gonna happen and something else happens
1: kind of an anti shred solo here it's like really yeah, I said it's not my
0: favorite like 152 uh, okay. the guitar at 152 is that the solo i'm not I
1: sure know. i Probably. said it's
0: not my favorite uh it's just got so much reverb and like yeah. strange accents
1: <laughs> yeah it's it's different uh or yeah there's some unique <laughs> oh it's like the bass goes Pow, and then the like there's a symbol
0: at one point
1: like Oh, well, is that like leading to the last part of the song? That whole like... I don't know. Yeah, that's a pretty neat part. That took me a while to like um, nail that transition Mm -hmm. knowing when it was going to come into my head even because it's it's like... I don't know if it's in a straight time but there is a little kind of drum interlude where it's just Neil doing some, you know, sick Tom work and he has some electric drums he's hitting too. Yeah. but yeah it's kind of like that's the indicator i think is it's some big electric electric drum that it's like that's the last note and then it goes back into the uh the main <laughs> section yeah okay
0: and then yeah, yeah there's a following melody in it, and the tone of the guitar is really nice after
1: yeah very, very haunting Mm -hmm. this is like like
0: dreamy it's like dreamy you know with a uh, like another layered guitar underneath kind of
1: yeah well it's funny because now (laughs) i uh i always looked at alex alex in this era was playing prs guitars paul Reed smiths um, oh as a guitar player i looked at them and i went i want to play a a purse and um and adjust Travis. my head now i was lamenting not owning one and the fact of the matter is i actually do technically own two prs guitars now uh just none with whammy bars but he was very like you know a, a good prs you can just kind of go crazy with the whammy bar and i think alex was kind of making good use of that on this album going crazy like, with me. yeah well it's like they're well built enough that it's like it doesn't need like a floyd rose and locking nut system like it, it's like my music man, frankly. It's just like if you have that like build quality, you don't need uh gimmicks. You, need a guitar. you don't need the guitar. <laughs> music man the guitar, I mean. Yeah.
0: In case nobody knows what that is. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the
1: music man is a very yeah. small man that I that I talk to. I whisper in his ear Set that on your lap and then he plays. Play me play me something like this. And then he just like, you know, sings it. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, <Sure. laughs> sick. Thanks, music man. Thanks, music man. And I put him in the closet. <laughs> okay, we're getting off
0: track. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I'm literally burning up in my apartment right now, which is maybe a good reason to move on Everybody to the next track. are going crazy? Well, uh... yeah, that's that's part of it. Sure. <laughs>
0: I just wanted to say uh, final words that uh, the bass uh, slipping around like a a ballerina hippopotamus. (laughs) I wrote that down. It's a ballerina (laughs)
1: hippopotamus. I mean, that's what I thought, too. Um, Hefty,
0: but surprisingly agile.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. This is one where in the live show, Getty would play like an extended bass solo for the outro. Mm, It's always fat and sack. Um, Missing out. But anyway, I am burning up in my apartment. I could really Mm -hmm. use a cold fire right now. Okay, well yeah, alright. <laughs> getting warmer. Yeah. Uh, this is another dizzy. slightly country western inspired tune.
0: Okay, yeah. I, I thought uh there was a couple on, on this song that uh the tone, especially on the guitar, uh really kinda sets it up that way to me.
1: Yeah. Oh fuck, I realized we didn't talk about the lyrics for Leave That Thing Alone.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I said uh what is this song about? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's about a lot, but we should probably just move on uh, for to Cold Fire. Um, Yeah, but uh, there's some cool stuff happening. Despite that, like I never picked up on the country western influence, but like during this tour, the band would even kind of jokingly be like, "This is like a like a cowboy tune we've written for you guys." So and so, like this is Cold Fire. It's funny it doesn't play like that to me a little bit you know like to,
0: in my head i'm like you know it's not like uh it's not like that
1: yeah <laughs> i think it's just like the art the arpeggios are especially like cowboyish to me a little bit like during the verse it's very like, <laughs> like i don't know it just sounds like a cowboy around a fire uh a little bit if if you think of it in that way, but um, I guess
0: the lyrics are kind of reminiscent. <laughs> it's like reminds me of a relationship that's like it's yeah. like conditional. Like she's telling him like, "Well, you fuck up, yeah." Like what, I expected, what I expected, you're like, "I'm out of here, bitch." Like oh. hot and cold relationship. Right,
1: totally. Yeah, I was like, "Is this Neil just trying to break down women?" And he's like, "They're just confused." I, <laughs> I don't get it. Um, you
0: know how well, I think it's like women. An, um, are uh relationship that maybe you know like you deserve better man
1: yeah perhaps or is it just like this is like the human psyche it's like we all have our own boundaries i guess you know like just don't uh, disappoint me too much and you know maybe it's almost
0: like the internal like this is what you're thinking as a man in a relationship that women are like this you know not necessarily the truth but this is like what your, your worst interpretation fear is. yeah yeah
1: yeah um, yeah, I just. Bust I, a recent wave on a tropical sea. Geez, it's a, a cool vibe. That's a cool line. Yeah, and then the like, don't go too far. Like those interludes. Don't
0: let me down too far.
1: The chorus is fucking sick. Like, and I, I actually really don't love the arpeggios. Like, especially just because I think it's an A minor. The song, it's the whole F to G to A sort of thing in the chorus. It just sounds fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. It's a it's a nice sounding song. Yeah. I'll be
0: around, You don't let me down. I'll be around, you don't let
1: me down. And uh Neil lamented its placement on the album. He was like, "Oh, I really liked it. Been it further it, up." Yeah, it's like tucked right in here at the end and Yeah, uh, it's a
0: bit of a gem for me. Uh yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. And uh, he, I guess, wanted to write a song kind of about that where it's like conversational, where it's like, I said this, they said that. Like, I guess he had heard a song or two where that device was used and Neil's no stranger to having very like device driven songs where it's like, you know, this song is going to have this, um, you know, rhyme pattern or rhyme scheme or this song will be a pantoum or pantoum, which we'll talk about when we get to it. Pantaloons. Yeah, pantaloon poetry. Look it up. No, it's one from "Snakes and Arrows." I think it's a pantoum, but it's it's an it's a particular way of you know of uh, yeah rhyme scheme. Yeah, different rhyme scheme. Yeah, um, uh, "Cold Fire." Yeah, good one. Really like it. Yeah.
0: yeah. uh <clears throat> I would. Yeah. Um, I'd say yeah. an example of a song. Oh no! Sorry, fuck that's a wrong fucking song. Ha <laughs> Well,
1: should we move on? Because uh, it's not every there day. There was a
0: couple things I just wanted to point out. Uh, the 145 speed drums and the energy is good. That's uh, sick. also just the opening. Just the opening that settles nicely, and then it sounds like I just love how how clean it sounds when it resolves. That transition, yeah. Yeah, like it's yeah. It it just resolves kind of. I like that. Yeah. Um. And the guitar tone in style uh, actually remind me of like earlier albums a little bit uh, I don't quite get the um country stuff out of this one maybe I don't know but the yeah the two thirty five solo yeah uh, <coughs> it's you just get these little tastes like uh <laughs> i said it's a little it's it's like french cooking where it arrives and you get this tiny little serving but it's fucking good like there's a reason why <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah sure well yeah you know and that's something i guess i wanted to bring up and cut to the chase this is one where it's a well no you know it again we are getting a little bit more solo time than we would be getting on like Presto yeah. or Roll the Bones, which oh, is I think so. is nice. Yeah, it's like up to double, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. uh it it really yeah. lets Alex stretch out and again, cut to the chase. In this one, it's maybe even just a, a few more bars than you would expect them to normally like cut them off, but it's enough <laughs> to be like, okay, go it's at like it. One of those uh herding uh, yeah, he's on stage. Yeah. stage. Yeah. Yeah. he replaced yeah, him was. with a keyboard. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just more Gettys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a music band comes out.
0: Uh, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off on your transition.
1: Yeah, well, it's not every day that that happens, is it? Nope. And...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyday
1: yeah. glory
0: on the whole not one of my favorites
1: yeah okay i'm glad you think so this song is a dud for me it's probably the I mean, worst there's... closer for an album ever <laughs> there's parts to it that I don't mind but it's just
0: like mm, ah, like i this is this this is a skippable song for me when it comes on i'm like nah.
1: i kind of just like the first part and then like i said the, yeah yeah And when it returns to it, which it does fortunately a couple of times, but, uh, yeah, it's, and again, this one sounds almost more country Western, like the way the, uh, maybe it's a 12 string or something, but the arpeggios or the verses are very like bright and like, yeah.
0: It reminded me of like a buddy, like it's like buddy rock, like as like, a montage. I'm expecting a montage of the, <laughs> the band like working together to persevere somehow, yeah. like in an underdog story.
1: Yeah, well, I guess like the chorus or whatever the bridge is kind of about that. But like, so are the lyrics kind of about a child with parents that are you know yelling and fighting and yeah, yeah, which is uh, sad. Yeah,
0: and I yeah, so, I mean. An example of a song that's kind of darker than it feels. It's uh, an underdog right. premise about rising up from a bad place. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand though. What like everyday glory is supposed to be positive. Like I don't understand why it's like a negative thing. Like everyday glory. I'm. I feel like I'm missing something maybe. Because glory is not a, you know, glory is a positive word. It well, means, I guess uh, it's the idea of honor yeah but if it
1: follows the line rise from the ashes a blaze of everyday glory
0: yeah that's a phoenix
1: well yeah it's gotta be a phoenix so i guess that's just the illusion the glory of a phoenix to rise from the ashes of you know whatever bullshit
0: like everyday glory like you've you're you're just again maybe it's just kind of like you're living life after this thing that happened in your life and it's just normal
1: for you but it's it's a triumph well, yeah, it's almost like the my um, nobody's hero interpretation. Yeah, of, yeah, that's what uh, I was saying. Yeah, it's yeah, a similar sort of theme there. Yeah, I, so I, I guess so. Yeah, but it's just yeah, musically yeah. lyric. Well, I mean, whatever lyrically, it's fine. Um, but it's just not not much grabbing me in this one at all. Well, and then they're like, oh, we need to put a guitar
0: solo in here, three ten. I, I just feels it doesn't yeah. feel
1: like it doesn't feel right no i don't know i, I even so like much reverb again i had to think <laughs> i had to think about it i was like does this song have a guitar solo but yeah you're right because then it's just like oh the bridge also is just like so bad like <laughs> when the future's looking dark yeah. We're the ones Like, I guess it's we're okay We're the ones
0: Yeah, they're like leaning
1: up to each other doing that Yeah, that's where mic. it's like people all <laughs> in yeah. the studio booth Like, yeah, yeah. like sticking into one mic like. Yeah, my god
0: We're no. the ones who have to change Somebody's flat or something
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they just <laughs> fix it in post-production with auto-tune yeah. they're like, oh. We're the ones who have to change <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, it's a weird... Least favorite song on this album. Totally, it should have been removed. And I was like, (laughs) what could be a good album ender? And I was thinking maybe, yeah, like, Nobody's Hero could have ended the album. Like, it's kind of epic, and it's like the same theme-ish. I
0: don't know, that's the thing. Like, they're kind of all uh, pretty energetic and kind of leading uh yeah and and they kind of all deserve to be uh forefront on side a i guess to me maybe between sun and moon doesn't belong second mm. up i don't know okay
1: yeah cold fire could have been At a closer the speed too, of
0: I love guess. could have ended
1: i thought about that too but it's like ugh, that would have been a bummer for me too because that's like my second uh, most favorite okay yeah i don't think cold fire is a, a closer, a closer. <laughs> okay no that's fair that's fair. It's not double agent. Uh, the choice between darkness and light. No,
0: that's just definitely not. Because it's, uh, it's almost like a little bit too progressive for... Yeah. Like, you're just going to have one, you know, yeah. thumb, you know, thorn sticking out. <laughs> one progressive right. thorn sticking out. Right, yeah. right, right at the end.
1: Yeah. yeah, Yeah. why not? All right, well, yeah. should we talk about what we've... Thought about the
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will, well, <clears throat> you recover, it sounds like... Uh, yeah, really catchy melodies and lyrics, and there's a lot going on. Um, there's nothing on this album that I really hated, other than you know I don't love uh, Morning Glory, uh, and I everyday I glory, love... bitch. Yeah, whatever the fucking <laughs> that was a Freudian slip, I guess. <laughs> that was it's a Freudian. The album's dick. about. <laughs> yeah the album's like, about sex it makes sense right yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah it's more of a typical rock album than mm-hmm. than Prague, maybe but i'm you know i'm here for it it's not that i'm you know i'm not i'm in love with it i'm not in love with it you know i love it i'm not in love with it okay sure yeah
1: yeah i guess that's how i feel about it too like Like I said, when I was, like, driving down the highway, going really fast in my car, listening to some of these, like, heavier, more energetic songs, I was like, this is really great. This is the perfect, you know, vehicle, pun intended, for this music, and um, is this the best Rush album ever? Have I been foolish? But then it's like, yeah, there's some, like, lows. Like, it does have, weirdly, this understated, you know, and to, to us, subjectively, bad closer uh you know and um and I don't love the speed of love it's okay yeah that one too um and I guess there's no like gigantic highs maybe like it's an album that plays it kind of safe maybe like it's very like it's tasty it's good it's melodic but like I don't know I'm not hearing like hip-hop pop metalist like <laughs> rap stuff oh, you're gonna bring that up yeah yeah well it...
0: and i thought it was funny because they kind of did that a little bit with uh what so, is it double agent oh yeah. sure du- i mean that one is double agent stuck. a little bit yeah, yeah they yeah. did throw something weird in there that's and true. then leave that thing alone is 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 pretty cool and, and cool. jazzy we, and we love so instrumentals new, so. yeah yeah and we love instrumentals like I, I like i think that there are peaks but they're just like not as peaky maybe or or that we wanted i don't know sure
1: no and, it's really good like, though it's fucking solid as it hell. is good it's like, a good it's album. very solid yeah
0: it's yeah. just i wouldn't say it's my favorite rush album by any means
1: no it'd be hard to call it your favorite of the best but it'd be you'd be mm-hmm. stupid to say it's not good yeah, I just wanted to say too. Um, at the speed of love,
0: one more at the speed of love.
1: Well, that's not it. Make it stop. <laughs> Make it stop. So that was my U2 rendition. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, carve or <laughs> carve away the stone. I'm like. Looking at the next album already, of the final track, um, "Everyday Glory," does have a bit of a YouTube sound to it. So here you go, okay. fuck YouTube. Even though I like, yeah, fuck YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Yeah, you you oh boy. Yeah. Uh, what about the cover? Uh, what about it? It's big. It's blue. What about you? It has nuts okay. and bolts. It has screws. There's a lot of symbolism there, Craig.
0: As, as, you know, somebody who works a lot doing fastening, it bothers me a little bit that there's no washer, but, I mean, that's beyond the point. Sure. That's... It's not a triad in that sense. It would have been a triad, but I guess it uh, didn't have to be. Well,
1: yeah, but I think that the most direct metaphor here is pee-pee oh. in the Jojo, Craig. So, it's almost like, but there's no dental dam or, like, whatever. It's like, yeah, but that's not, we're not showing that right now this
0: is more like this would be like i don't know a third i was gonna say like a third party but
1: yeah well it's like well sure but then it'd have to be like threesome through parties not counter parties. yeah yeah that's fine which it's might maybe good. that's the next album <laughs>
0: threesome, parties.
1: threesome parties yeah uh yeah. okay well aesthetically uh, what do you think of this i i like
0: it's a it's a little bland. I lo- I really like the color.
1: But yeah. That color
0: is like probably one of my favorite colors. I I have a lot of clothes that are this color.
1: Yeah, it is a nice kind of blue. And <laughs> you know is what? it
0: like yellow? Do you think on on the- is the bolt in the nut? Are they yellow? It's kind of like yellowy like gold?
1: gold. Yeah. Yeah. Always like, how do you That's make cool gold? Too. Gold is an impossible color. Well, it's actually
0: not just a color, but it's a it's uh... luster it's an element <laughs> yeah, well. you can't make gold unfortunately
1: well yeah we have all tried that it's a waste a name, of time trans,
0: trans transmutation
1: yeah we've all had our alchemy phases
0: <laughs> true uh yeah and i mean i like yeah it's solid imagery much like signals i guess to me like it's kind of a yeah. imagery thing yeah uh, I'm not I like those, huge so. on I don't know if I really love the font exactly it's oh, not really like okay. stand out to me hmm. it seems kind of
1: mm, It would have been a little too much for a heavy album like this to have all caps lock like rush
0: Yeah but I think it'd be cool if they had the little you know like the, <laughs> the little threads coming off of the the letters and like it's like Long letters, black with, and they're like surrounding something. Oh, you know? Okay, sure. Like a black, like a black metal album. <laughs> <if> I'm
1: picturing. <laughs> it just looks thorny.
0: Yeah, hey. that's what I mean. Like thorny. Like just rush.
1: Yeah. Just kidding. I mean, I don't, I don't actually want that. But... Wouldn't suit this. I'm done. That was awesome. Thanks. Right, you have anything else to say about this doggone album? No, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's one for the books. Yeah. One for the books.
0: Okay, well, hey, thanks for listening. If you are interested in getting in touch with us, which we implore you, get in touch with us. Yeah,
1: come on. <laughs> Where can you find us, Miles? Uh, well, I guess you can find us on Instagram. <laughs> we post constantly. Um, <laughs> Anthems Canada, right? At Anthems yeah, Canada. At
0: Anthems Canada. Uh, we also have
1: an email address if you send us an email, uh, anthemscanada at gmail.com. uh yeah i also just did a podcast uh called fantastic voyage um it's a david bowie podcast uh and i did our pod proud by talking about the lesser known album buddha of suburbia with uh Mm. with the hosts so uh check that out too uh the first part is out now if you like David cool. Bowie, check him out. It's a good show. Shh, I think we've mentioned him you know. before.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Mm-hmm. But okay. uh, yeah, it does it. I think.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah bye. Thank you, bye. Bye.